You're listening to Win Workers Independent News, a production of Diversified Media Enterprises. For Win, I'm Joanne Powers. Hundreds of workers at Chicago's O'Hare Airport will join other low-wage service economy workers Tuesday as part of a nationwide Fight for 15 Day of Disruption. The Fight for 15 movement, demanding a $15 an hour minimum wage and the right to form a union without retaliation, has vowed to stage their most disruptive protests yet in 340 cities and nearly 20 major airports. Organizers say that any effort to block wage increases, gut workers' rights or health care, deport immigrants or support racism or racist policies will be met with unrelenting opposition by workers. Launched by fast food workers four years ago in New York City, the campaign has won wage hikes for 22 million underpaid workers nationwide. Andrea Metters is a Chicago McDonald's worker and a leader in the Fight for 15 and a Union campaign. The union and the fight for 15, it's important so we could be able to live right, comfortably, so we can be able to do things with our families and we don't have to worry about our bills or being evicted. A lot of us are homeless and we're still working. Working with these workers have been so inspiring and a lot of us are proud to be doing this. I will be continuing fighting for this. I won't stop. <laughs> a lot of us won't stop until we get our $15 in a union. For the first time, hundreds of Uber drivers will be joining Fight for 15 activities in two dozen major U.S. cities. Classified by the company as independent contractors, the drivers are deprived of benefits and basic worker protections. Chicago Uber driver Darrell Imani. The companies are making a killing, but the drivers are barely paying for gas. We're not trying to say Uber can't make a profit, but those of us that are driving and providing their profit for Uber should be sharing in some of these profits vis-a-vis benefits and employment status. They're strength in numbers, and so by us standing in solidarity with other low-paid, low-wage workers, we can bring attention to the need that we have for proper recognition and pay. Nearly a million protesters took to the streets of Seoul and other South Korean cities this weekend in the fifth consecutive week of widespread protests calling for the resignation of conservative Korean President Park Geun-hye, whose approval rating has plummeted to a record low of 4% amid an ongoing corruption scandal and concerns about her handling of the country's economy. Protesters ranging from trade unionists to university students to the National Farmers Federation have participated in the country's largest demonstrations since pro-democracy protests in the 80s. The Korean Confederation of Trade Unions is also planning a nationwide general strike on Wednesday to demand Park's resignation over her aggressive repression of trade unions. As if to prove their point, the government has already declared the strike illegal. Workers Independent News is brought to you by the American Federation of Teachers and its 1.6 million members working to reclaim the promise of public education, health care, and public services for our students, their families, and our communities. More information online at aft.org. You've been listening to WIN, Workers Independent News. For more information, visit laborradio.org.